Hello everybody, good morning. This is your host, Jordan Tremaine, and welcome to the Perspectal Podcast, where we explore new thoughts, connect ideas, and offer perspectives that may change the way you think about a thing or two. And today, we're going to talk about dog whistling. Alright everybody, good morning, hello, welcome to another glorious episode of the Perspectal Podcast. Um, Before we get started... I realized that in my um, long-term journey to learn how to use the internet and more specifically how to design websites, on my website, if you go to the bottom, there's like a blank spot for you to like sign up for a newsletter. And for the, basically the entire time I've had a website, this has been on there, but I didn't designate a place for those entries, like if somebody said, you know, blah, 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 email here, I want to sign up for your newsletter, and then click submit, I didn't designate a place for those emails to get sent to, so for the last, like, year or so, I've been thinking nobody signed up for my newsletter, but it turns out a bunch of people have, and it's just been getting sent to nowhere. So, if you want to be a part of a newsletter, which I'm going to start in the new year, and you already tried to sign up, I'd say... Do it again so that I have your um, your information and it can get you up to date on the different stuff I'm doing, which is also on my website. If you go to the new projects page, it talks about the Connect project, the, the workshops I'm doing, the community discussions. I want to start up this thing called a waffle party, which is going to be really great if you live in the Southern California area. But um, these are all different things that I'm trying to do and I want to inform different people about it and give people updates on stuff that's coming down the pipeline so if you're so inclined sign up for the newsletter and if you already have um it might be worth it to do it again because if you haven't signed up in the last two weeks uh since i've changed the format of the the website then i'm not really going to get it because it never got recorded anywhere and that's just that's my fault so you know you live and you learn and uh and that's that so today we're going to talk about something called dog whistling And this has something to do with the prerequisites podcast that I did before. So um, basically, I mean, the idea of a prerequisite is pretty straightforward, but I think I I gave a little bit of color to it in that episode if you want to go back and listen to it. But uh, sometimes you need to know stuff or you need building blocks before you can build a house. Um, And you need to have done something in the past before you can do something in the future. And it's not that you're dumb or you don't have the equipment to do something, but if you want to study calculus, maybe you should have taken arithmetic. Maybe you should know some division and some trigonometry. There's some building blocks to calculus that are very helpful in terms of you learning or even trying to learn calculus. And it's not just about math. I just just like that example. It's about a lot of things, but um, that's the example I like to use. So if you want to go listen to that episode, I think it really helps give some light to this episode. But um, if not, you just got the little short and sweet of it right now. And we're going to get into this, uh, this idea of dog whistling. So um, the reason I'm calling this dog whistling is because if you've ever used a dog whistle or you know the concept of a dog whistle, there is a frequency spectrum that is audible. There are, because all sounds are waves that travel through the air, but not all sound waves are things that humans can hear. There are sound waves that are too high a frequency for a human to hear and too low of a frequency for us to hear. We can only hear between certain frequencies. 
But there's other animals that can hear outside of that bandwidth. And dogs can hear higher frequencies than humans can. And a dog whistle emits a higher sound frequency than humans can hear, but dogs can still hear it. So you blow a whistle and it sounds silent to a human, but a, a dog can definitely hear it. And the reason that I am bringing this up is uh, because I think sometimes we can get frustrated with people in terms of having a conversation with them and then us perceiving them as not listening or we feel like they're ignoring us or trying to twist a conversation in a certain way, which could be happening. I'm not saying that's not happening, but I wanted to take today to introduce an idea to you because the Perspectal Podcast is all about giving people ideas or giving you the opportunity to see things in new perspectives. This isn't what's always going on, but I think this is a possibility that could happen quite often, especially in certain circumstances or in certain dynamics. And um, when you talk to people and you're trying to explain a concept or, you know, have a have a conversation about something that takes some prerequisite knowledge. So you're trying to talk about calculus, but the person that you're talking to barely understands arithmetic, which is addition and subtraction kind of stuff. And you're trying to talk about uh, like Laplace transformations or something like that. I think there's a large case, and this might have something to do with logic aliasing, if you've, if you've uh, listened to that podcast either with misunderstanding, but there's, I think we're going to keep it with uh, prerequisites, even though I love the logic aliasing podcast and I think it does apply. Um, I think there's a lot of cases where when you're talking to somebody, it's almost as if because they lack prerequisites... If you're talking to them about calculus and they only understand arithmetic, it's almost as if they never even heard what you said about calculus. It's almost like you're talking like a dog whistle at this frequency that they can't hear, like at a higher frequency. And this may be very frustrating if you don't realize what's happening because it seems like you might be getting ignored. But if you sneak up on somebody and you blow a lifeguard whistle... They'll probably get surprised and, and maybe angry or annoyed at you that you woke them up or you surprised them. But if you sneak up on somebody and blow a dog whistle, they might not even notice. And it's not their fault for not noticing. That's something they don't have the equipment to perceive or to hear. And I think the same thing, which I'm going to call dog whistling, can happen with concepts inside of a conversation where if you don't have the prerequisites to understand a certain piece of information or to talk at a certain level with certain concepts at play. And this can go into a lot of uh, dynamics where I'm saying like logic aliasing can cause this, lack of prerequisites can cause this, um, logic fusing can cause this, um, a bunch of different things can cause this. But um, the effect, what you can see coming out of this, I think I'm calling dog whistling, which is where the stuff might fly over people's heads and they may not even understand that it came and had an opportunity to be understood because they're so removed from having the tools to understand it that it just went whoosh. And sometimes I think uh, we have different phrases for this, like it flew right over their head, in one ear, out the other kind of thing. Um, to expect people that don't have the tools to do a job or to understand, 
to hear. It's like asking someone to have good vision in a pitch black room with no night vision goggles. And you have night vision goggles. Like you can see because you have night vision goggles, they don't have night vision goggles. And you're trying to point stuff out to them like, oh, you see that? Oh, did you see that? No, they didn't see because they don't have night vision goggles. And sometimes this is their fault because they're refusing to put on night vision goggles. And that's not dog whistling. That's kind of like I'm trying to talk to you and you got your fingers in your ears and you're going la 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 or some version of that um, within conversation. But in the case of dog whistling, I think this idea is that they don't understand because they can't perceive at the level you're trying to give. They can't hear at that frequency. Um, and that's something that it's not like they'll never be able to do that. But at this moment, they don't have the tools to do that. At this moment, they have human ears instead of dog ears their ears are not tuned to understanding what you're throwing at them. And this can be very frustrating, especially if we're impatient, which I think most people are. I'm pretty impatient. But um, I think the thing to do, if the parties are willing, is to back up and say, like, okay, well, if that totally flew overhead, if you're self-aware enough or aware enough to see that the other person isn't understanding... Not like I misunderstood, but like they totally don't realize the concept even is at play. There's times where you say something and somebody's like, uh, what was that? I don't get that. What are you talking about? That means that they have enough awareness to hear it. It may sound like gobbledygook to them. It may not make sense to them, but they can hear it. In the case of dog whistling, sometimes you explain a concept and it's subtle or there's a nuance to it. And the person doesn't have the tools to understand to the point where they can't perceive it. They don't even notice that you said you spoke into that concept that you they don't have any way to latch on to what you're trying to tell them. They can they can understand you spoke words, but they they can't point in the same direction you're trying to point in because they can't hear that. They literally cannot it like the words go in, but the meaning doesn't go in at all. It goes whoosh, it goes like right over their head. The you're blowing the whistle as hard as you can, but n for them no sound is coming out of the whistle. Um, and I think if that happens and you're really trying to get this person on board, which I would say, you know, pause, maybe check yourself to say, to make sure you're not trying to force someone to understand what you want them to understand. Everybody has the right to live their own life. And if you're trying to sit here and be like, you need to understand this, you need to know this. I mean, like, what's your motivation for trying to explain this in the first off before you go do all this effort to try and jump through all these flaming hoops to get this person to understand? But, you know, given that it's you have what you would call good intentions, because I'm not here to tell you what good or bad intentions are, but, you know, you think you have a good reason trying to help this person out, and this person is is willing to, to do the work to try and understand, if, if all those things are lined up and you think it's a good practice to, uh, to pursue trying to explain this topic to that person and they can't hear at this frequency yet, they, they don't understand at this level, they don't have the prerequisites, then I would suggest doing what I talked about in the prerequisite podcast, which is, okay, so you don't, you can't, we can't get to calculus right now. All right, so maybe I'll, I'll put a bookmark in this. I'll take a note to say this is what I wanted to talk about so I don't forget. But let's figure out the frequencies you can hear at. Let's let's look at um, 
what you do know, what tools you do have, and then use those and move from there until we can get to the point where we can talk about calculus. And sometimes that means, you know, um, so let's say we're talking about a level, I'm trying to explain a level 10 thing to somebody, and they can only understand at level 5, so they're dog whistling um, level 10 stuff because they can't, they can't conceive level 10 yet because they're only on level 5. And then I'm like, oh, hmm. So it seems like you're not getting what I'm saying. Okay, let me try level 9. And then they're still dog whistling. And it's like, okay, level 8. Okay, still dog whistling. Level 7. Okay, still dog. Level 6. Okay, still dog whistling. Level 5. And they can hear me on 5. And then I'm like, oh, okay, so you're on level 5 because we can, we can jive on level 5. And so now that I know you're on level 5, now I can work on trying to get you to level 6. And then once you're level 6, then I can help you with level 7 and then level 8 and level 9. And now that we've built up that prerequisite lineage, we've walked up the stairs, now we can talk about level 10 or we could start trying to explain level 10. Um, in a lot of cases, this, this can take years. It can be very frustrating or um, it may be so difficult that it seems impossible. Or people lose interest because this because this process can take so long. It's not. It's usually not a one conversation thing. Um, people don't have enough interest to sustain it to get to that place where you want to talk to them about it. But if they do get to the point where it stops being dog whistling and it starts being regular whistling, where they can hear the noise, where they can get to the point where they can talk to you about it, that's cool and that's great. Um, but I do think dog whistling is a real thing no matter what comes after it whether um, you guys enter into this place where uh, we're trying to gain prerequisites or if you're not interested and they never are able to hear um, but I think it's important not to try and force people to hear things they can't hear it's not right to get mad at somebody because you're blowing a dog whistle and they can't hear it and to yell at them or to get frustrated and passive-aggressive and stuff because their ears just aren't set up right now to, to hear what you're trying to tell them. And sometimes it's them plugging their ears or having earplugs or something like that. And that's kind of annoying, but uh, I think sometimes having different concepts in your head or being able to perceive things in different ways can ease our mind a lot and, and avoid a lot of frustration where we can be trying to beat our heads against a wall saying like, oh my gosh, how do I explain this to you right so that you can understand? And the answer is I can't because you're level five and this is a level ten concept. I the the way to do this is to is to give you the chance to get to level ten or help you get to level ten. And until you're level ten, you you won't even be able to hear this concept. It won't make any sense to you, and you might not even be able to pick up on the fact that there's something you don't understand in the conversation until you get to level ten. Um, and that might have to do with some uh, some of the stuff like with depth inversions, where maybe this is so foreign a concept and you don't get it because um, if you listen to the, the Depth Inversion podcast, uh, like as you get deeper into stuff, stuff changes and it starts looking different because you're so deep into it. Now that I've climbed this mountain high enough, I'm not at the peak, but I'm high enough to see new stuff. And I wouldn't have been able to see this new stuff if I hadn't climbed to this point. Um, and all this new stuff changes the way I perceive the mountain. And so sometimes the depth inversion thing is what causes dog whistling because maybe um, they're at level 5, you're trying to say something at level 10, but at level seven, like the game flips because you get to that point in the mountain where you can see a higher po uh, place. And uh, so there's a lot of different things that could cause this dog whistling concept. And I wanted to bring it up because I think it's interesting and I think it can help us be more patient with people to realize this. This is not a tool. I'm not, I'm not pushing this out there 
to use this as a way to condemn people or call people stupid or say they're lower than you. I know I'm using level 5 and level 10 and that can seem like higher and lower. I'm just using that to explain. This idea I feel you can use, it's a tool, you can use it to be arrogant and say you're better than people, you can use it to be humble and help people, you can use it to be humble and learn and say like, maybe I'm the person who can't hear. Maybe somebody is dog whistling at me and so maybe I can be humble and try and backtrack and see where I am and maybe, okay, maybe I'm the level five person. And, oh, do, do I want to spend this effort to be patient with you? Or maybe I could sit down and have a conversation and say, like, hey, man, I think you're trying to explain something to me, but I'm not at the level to understand that. So um, we could talk about that maybe later in a couple of years when I'm more mature or something like that. But I sh at this point, I'm not at this place where I can understand you or, or, or like, you know, be on the level and have the conversation you want to have. So... That's the concept. I think I've I've beaten this this horse to death pretty good, and the concept is very simple. But uh, dog whistling, I think, is real. It's not a bad thing. I think it's cool to be in a position where you're talking to people that dog whistle to you, because that means that you're in an environment where you can grow. You're in an environment where people are speaking stuff to you that you can grow into, and it's not just easy to digest baby food. Um, and I'm saying baby food because baby food's easy to digest. It's not all just spoon-fed mashed peas. Like some of it you have to chew, some of it you have to figure out, some of it you have to cook. Um, and I hope that we're all in situations every now and then that we are the person that can't hear because other people are talking higher to us and we got to get on their level or it, it encourages us to grow. And also that we put ourselves in situations to talk to people and encourage and inspire other people and give other people the opportunity to grow by helping them and exposing them to new ideas and new truths and, and uh, spending the time to build the relationship and help them level up. I think helping people level up and being humble enough to allow other people to help us level up is how everybody gets better and we build better relationships and we're able to hear higher and higher frequencies so that um, we can listen to better music, basically. So... That's the concept of Doug Whistling. I think it's a it's a pretty interesting one, and um, yeah, that's that's the thing. So, whatever kind of day that you're having, I hope that it's real. I hope that even if you can't hear all the sounds that are being put at you, that you're making an effort to use the tools you have. You are taking the help you can get, and that you are getting better it's not all about getting better like if you're not getting better if you're not being productive you're worthless but i think having that in your mind that you want to grow you want to get better is like a plant where i don't i think plants are fine the way they are but they're always growing and i think that's part of health so wherever you're at i hope you're in a in a position to grow i hope you have nutrients and opportunities to grow and that people are challenging you. They're giving you higher ideas that make you think and make you struggle and make you wrestle so that you can make yourself better and, and become someone that can understand more and that can communicate more and that has more, you know, empathy, sympathy, uh, patience, uh, knowledge, wisdom, all these things. So there's that. And uh, this, this concept of uh, dog whistling. I hope it helps to explain different things as 
maybe it comes up in real conversation. Maybe you can use this as a point to explain like, oh, I think what's happening is this. So maybe that could help get the point across a little bit better and, and engage and start a new conversation. But um, what, whatever, whatever happens, I hope this does for you become a good conversation somewhere down the road. All right, I'll talk to you guys later.